Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, sex talkers. Are you trying to get boners and not getting it up? We got the solution for you. It's called BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com is a website you can go to. You meet with their online physicians for free. Then they'll prescribe you the same medications found in Viagra and Cialis, except it comes in their chewable forms. Which can work faster. And then they'll ship you some discreet packages. It doesn't say like boners on the box. Okay, No Cam. one knows what's inside. <laughs> Oh, my God. And then you just have a wonderful day. Can you imagine? You don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy, which is really annoying. So we have a phenomenal deal for you. You go to bluechew.com. You get your first order for free when you use promo code MOM. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew, B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Use promo code MOM. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. How do you feel about talking about sex with my mother? I'm all right with it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how detailed we're getting. We're but getting I mean, detailed. We're oh, going really? deep. We're going okay. deep. Okay. Yeah, deep. that's fine. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We're chatting about sex twice a week. On Mondays, it's with our listeners answering questions. On Thursdays, it's with a special guest. Today's a Thursday. We have a very special, hilarious guest on the show. Sam Morell. He's been on Conan several times. He's been on Adam Devine's House Party, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Comedy Central's Comics to Watch. And he has his own special. America's Got Talent, Last Comic Standing, At Midnight, Amy Schumer produced his newest special. There's just too many accolades. And the guy's all... fucking hilarious. And you know what it is? He's nice. He's a sweet, sweet boy. He's I could have a... been best friends with this guy. I think you are going to be best friends with this boy. I would love to be best friends. I think he's he's a he's a touring comic. I imagine he's got a busy lifestyle. But he'll find time for you, Cam. Thank you. When people come on, if they're female, I like to fix them up with you. And if they're male, I like to fix them up with you. Yeah. This guy is definitely very similar. You know, he's Jewish. He's been on America's Got Talent. You've been on America's Got Talent. Oh, yeah. We talk about You're... that in this episode. I actually call him out for making fun of mimes. Yes, you do. Yeah. He's talked about a lot of the women that he's been with over the years. and We talk about the kinkiest thing he's done with sex. We talk about any drug and sex injuries. But it sounds like he's off the market now. He talked about his current girlfriend, who's also a comedian. And it's a fun one. It's well, a fun let's one. Let's just leave it at that, huh? It's, it's a fun episode. A fun You're episode. not going to want to miss out on this. This is probably one of the funniest co comics we've interviewed. And we've interviewed a lot of funny comics. So, If you enjoy stand-up comedy, make sure to check out his newest stand-up special called I Got This... You can check all this out. It's Sam Morell, M-O-R-R-I-L.com. I watched that stand-up special twice. It was hilarious. Yeah, so check it out, guys. It's our pleasure to have such a funny guy on our show and such a nice guy on our show. Thank you for listening. We and love Yiddish, you very much. And Yiddish, we call this a gutenishima. 
A good neshima. All yeah. right. Thank you for listening. Wait. Sing Aren't I going to sing? Yeah. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and very funny comics like Sammy. <laughs> I don't know if he calls himself Sammy. You just nicknamed him Sammy? I called him Sammy. It actually works. Enjoy. Sam Morrell, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Very excited to have you here. Totally excited. You're on a whirlwind tour right now, and it means a lot that you came by. Yeah. And I like that you're going from here to Conan. This is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not. Like, I don't. I ran the set last night. I did, like, a new hour at the comedy store, and I ran. I was like, can I just run this Conan set at the end? And I don't. It's not long enough. It's, like, three <laughs> minutes and 45 seconds. So, I'm. I, it's so weird. I get the weirdest notes from the Conan Booker because that's the late night show that's had me the most and it's on TBS so I can be a little more vulgar so I've got notes like love this abortion joke can't ah. do it on the show oh, oh shit I got one note once where he said you can't wish cancer on our national audience and I was like alright but like the, he's like it's a good joke but you just I was like alright fair enough I had one now where I say I had to cut it because so I say uh, it's actually in my special where I say you know, I'm like, I feel like a lot of women are like, you're a comic, you'll be fun. And I'm like, I'm fun, but I have other stuff. You know, I'm, I'm like the Dominican Republic. You know, I'm great for like five days. And then you're like, ooh, this has some problems. <laughs> I love that. I was that not line. aware of. And then the tag is, I'm not Haiti, but I'm right there. And he was like, Conan does so much work with Haiti. And I was like, all right, I don't <laughs> know. Can't do that. Let's We're just done. Cut the, We're, I'm running on empty here. Yeah. And I'm also like, I, I usually. It's funny. I used to listen to, I, I think I heard Jerry Seinfeld on Fresh Air say like anytime I did a late night set, I'd run every day. I trained for like an athlete and I'm just like, dude, I'm on like a podcast every day. I don't have time to like, I can't run. <laughs> no training going on over here. I guess this could be training. Do you, yeah. Are you able to use anything like that comes up? And do you, cause you have a podcast. Yeah. It's called pod. Don't lie. It's only, we only talk basketball. Okay. So you can't even use any of that. Cam, stuff you can't to... be on that for sure. Not really. <laughs> I did a, I did a basketball. I've done a couple basketball jokes on Conan, but I, I only do those if they're super broad. Oh, okay. you know? Yeah. I just, so I've never been into basketball and yeah. I grew up in Chicago during the Chicago dynasty. Yeah. We would go I to the games. I hated you guys so much. Oh really? I'm a Knicks fan. Of so you guys, yeah. you guys Patrick crushed Ewing. me. He was my guy. I loved yeah. him. I mean, but no one could beat Jordan. Nope. No, nothing. That so at the, at, the, at the time I was like, fall, I was a little kid. I was falling asleep in games. And now I just read 11 rings by yeah. Phil Jackson. Yeah. I'm obsessed. The Zen master. The Zen master. Now I'm obsessed with basketball, obsessed, <laughs> obsessed with the Bulls during that time. I'm like, what did I miss? You know what's funny? It all this? comes full circle because Phil Jackson played for the Knicks, Action Jackson right? in the 70s. And then he came back to the Knicks as the GM and we were like, all right. And it all comes full circle. And then he just ruined us for like five years. He signed all these horrible people. And I was like, dude. They, I don't want to hear about this. Okay. okay. All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I meant like because I, I get it from my boyfriend. The same oh, okay. Thing. He blames it on him. He said he, the Knicks had a manager that was like mentally ill or something. I don't even know that. <laughs> He just said he, he got us Eddie Curry or something like that. He, Eddie Curry. All yeah, right. See? Well, I'll send you guys this article on Eddie Curry. That's right. pretty amazing after that, this. That's why I don't want yeah. it. Are right, you going to have him on oh. your podcast? All right. <laughs> so, okay. So we start our show typically by asking, how do you feel about talking about sex with my mother? I'm all right with it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how detailed we're getting. We're but getting I mean, detailed. We're oh, going really? deep. We're going okay. deep. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I mean, you're you're way too comfortable with it. I, I you should be the one that's you should be the one that's uncomfortable. I don't I don't care. Oh, it will get there. It'll get there. You'll be. It's been four and a half years. So at this point, it's yeah. you know, we we started with some boundaries, and now it's just been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed. Nothing. No, there's still some. She doesn't share too much about her actual sex life. No. Okay. I kind of keep that one on the down low. 
Yeah, and mine is not very robust, so <laughs> okay. that's why we have to bring well, you on the show. We talk about stuff that happened in yeah. the past, for sure. Yeah, we do. How, right. is, how is your sex life going? It's good. I'm I'm in a relationship, and I'm happy, so that's good. You're monogamous? Yeah. Here's yeah. What, so you're in a long-distance relationship? Um... I am. She lives here. I live in New York, but we we're both comics, so we do the we go back and forth. And and I'll, I've been here for a while. We'll do the back and forth thing. We're both on the road like every weekend anyway. So then we'll just fly back to that city and try to. Oh, that's pretty good. Be in that that's city how you for make it work. Uh, yeah, and we're monogamous. I think she kind of she's so good. She's only been in uh, relationships for every sexual partner she's ever had. And I'm, I was a road comic for many years, so that was not Say the case no with me. You know, but she, I think she kind of, she jokes about how she like picked me because she thought I was, I, she was bouncing back from an engagement that failed. And uh, she was like, this guy seems sleazy. I'll like, I like him. <laughs> he's like a good, like, he's like a good, like, I'll have sex with him. And then, and then like, yeah, oh. transitional and, guy. And then I was like, no, I like you. <laughs> and then uh, you and probably then, like her because of that. Maybe. Yeah. Because she was, she didn't seem like she really, but then. You know, she... Uh, You're never going to know where a relationship goes. My boyfriend and I yeah. were the same thing. We met. We thought, oh, this is just like a fun, flirty thing. It's not going anywhere. I was in Chicago. He was in New York. And next thing you know, we're living together. Yeah. I mean, that's... She's such a cool girl. So that's kind of what brought me in. So, uh, yeah. I, I She brought up because she sensed some vibe about me where she's like... She, she, didn't, she didn't mean it, but she was like, well, maybe we could try open. And I was just like... I don't want to do that. Oh, wow. And she's like, she said, well, I don't want to do that either. I thought that's what you would want. And I was like, all right. It's good to bring, it's always good to bring it up. She brought know? it up and I was like, no, why would I, I I'm the, I'm jealous. I'm, we're both the right types of jealous. I'm just jealous. If I saw her phone vibrate every time, I'd be like, who the fuck was it? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm glad that, I'm glad that she's not into that. And also, by the way, the girl in that scenario always just dominates the guy. Yeah. A lot more <laughs> For our earlier comparison, the, the girl is the Jordan era Bulls and yes. I'm the 90s Knicks. I'll put up a fight <laughs> and I'm going to get crushed. So Use that on Conan. Should I? Uh, yeah, you know which one good. I was thinking? I have a lot of Jew jokes I was doing. So I think I thought about this. Have you seen the Ivan the Terrible doc? Mm-mm. It's on Netflix. It's called The Devil Next Door about the guy during the Holocaust. He just put mm. the death. He was like, deep. Nah. I mean, first off, you're this a piece of This is funny to you? Well, <laughs> I think it's funny that you're a Nazi and they have to call you the terrible. Like you're still that shitty. That's, that's real bad. So here's the thing that t- I thought could be a joke is that, okay, he, he was living in Cleveland as an old man. He had a family, right? So it's, and so that people were like, it can't be him. This guy's never even gotten a parking ticket. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the dude who's, who's a war criminal. If you're, if, <laughs> if, you, if you commit atrocities in the Holocaust, you know, that's what you, you're probably very careful at every intersection. You know what I mean? Like I used to be scared of reckless drivers. Now I see someone going five below and I'm like, you Nazi pig. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> I, a good I, one. I, right. I think this, uh, Maybe actually, I'll try that. There's an element yeah. of truth to that. They're going to keep down low. They're not going to go. They're not going to come up and there's a new Amazon show with Al Pacino where he's they, they're like all Nazi hunters. And I, and I was like, hell yeah, I love Nazi hunting shows because I hate Nazis. And well, it, well, it looks, like, it looks like other people don't. <laughs> well, there's some people. Don't. Yeah, there's some pro Nazis, mom. Well, they can go kiss my ass. <laughs> I like it. That's that's a sex talk if we get out of her. Sex Nazis talk my can mom. kiss her ass. They could. I'm going to get a t- merch that's now going to be Nazis can kiss my ass. That's a good shirt. I like that it. pretty yeah. good. Let's do it. That's right. relatable. We have a you, game. Okay. Wait, can I ask one question before we get to the uh, game? No, what? Wait, no, it's not crazy. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's not crazy. Uh, so you've been on Conan several times. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable at this point? Or yeah. Like, you're like, 
Easy. This is another show. Yeah, I'm Do pretty. Do you have to calm. take a wow. shit before? Because that's what happens to Cam and I. Oh, not uh, Cam, not me, but Cam. I'm uh, shitting nonstop before going on stage. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think so. I think. I'm pretty. Yeah, I, I'm pretty cool. What are your poops cool. gonna look like leading up to Conan? <laughs> yeah, I think they're pretty healthy. You know. No, thank God. I, my my girlfriend's like lactose intolerant and vegetarian, so I eat differently out here. Like in the, <laughs> in the city, I eat. So sometimes you take like a moment to adapt, and then I'm just like, I'm not. If the food is good, I can eat anything. I'm not. I like food, but if, if she makes good food, that's just healthy, so I can do it. That's great. And then yeah, so I, I feel like it. Ta- like the first few days, I'm like, what is this? And then like the next few days, I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. Oh. You know? and- so, totally. We, so uh, we hear you. Conan, I, I feel like the first time I was nervous, and then after that, you're just kind of like, no t- no one watches these anymore. Like, this isn't Carson <laughs> in the 80s. No, no, so. no, no. We do. It's, a, it's just on YouTube. No, I know, but it's not like... If I have a if I flub one line, it's not the end of my career. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't like the idea. The one thing I don't like about those sets is, you know, it's it's one take. When I film a special, I do two shows. So if I don't deliver a joke the way I like it, I can edit that one. In. Yeah, this yeah. This is true. This is true. Yes. Okay, so I, I did want to say one thing. I found a little commonality between you and Cam. Okay. Apparently, you both have been on the stage of America's Got Talent. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. How was that experience for you? Terrible. (laughs) It was a terrible experience. Cam, how was it for you? Yeah, similar. I mean, it was was fun in the three minutes that you're on stage, I'd say. But other than that, it's brutal. I mean, I remember they get there. They have you get there like 10 a.m., and by the way, there was construction in the hotel they put me in, so I can't sleep. Oh, they, I'm like that. They, they put they were like, "Oh, right, you got to get there at 10 a.m." I go on stage at midnight for round two, and oh, I'm like, I'm, my, "I'm on the phone panicking to my mom. I'm like, this is insane. Like my anxiety." And my mom will just say things like, "Read a book," and I'm like, "There's two people dancing Mambo Number no. Five next to me. You think I can just read a book?" <laughs> You know, it's it, it, had those little yeah, but Filipino I, I boys. Did, I also did last comic standing, and those, and the comics are unbearable in that scenario too, because they're all their anxiety is boundaryless. They can't just turn it off. Oh, I'm Although, literally experiencing anxiety just you describing the scenario. <laughs> but 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 I'm saying with America's Got Talent, these people are like all walks of life anxiety. So there's like a guy with a parrot like anxious <laughs> next to you. It's not like it's not just yeah. comics. It's everything. Yeah, so you're yeah. Just like it's it's so overwhelming. Isn't totally. It? Yeah, but camera spitting. I was I was uh, I was doing some physical comedy shit. Oh, okay. And uh, I actually so I heard so actually I heard this morning I was listening to your 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 2018 set on the way here. This is what I I heard. Hold on, I gotta, can I? You mind if I play this? Is this gonna be sure. legal if I play a little clip? Wait, can, before you do that, can we just show him the the poster on back of him so he gets some idea here? Just take a take a oh, look. Oh wow! Oh, now, you were mine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so listen to this, though. I, I'm a cougar. He's a mime. Well, I want to remind I know it you looks like a of a certain joke you have. I've been on America's Got Talent. I lost to a mime, so I'm not getting cocky up here, believe me. And he was a good mime, he was, he was still a fucking mime. <laughs> still hurts. Very talented mime named Tapeface. He, he, he was very good. He's incredible. But there's some I, condescension... Condescension towards the mimes. Well, here's what it was. You know, go ahead. Feel free. Here's what bothered me. Here's what I don't like about America's Got Talent is you're putting like different things against each other in a way where it's like we're both technically comedians, right? A mime and a comic, but 
you know, there were other comics. Like, put me against the other comics. Yeah, Don't yeah. put me against the mind. I'm just playing. I, I, no, no, I'm, I'm being Miming is the least, it is no, the he lowest. Tape face is unbelievable. He is an unbelievable Oh, so you mind. knew who yeah. this was? Oh, he's legendary. Also, also a really nice guy, too. No, he's oh, really? like a legit act, for yeah. sure. I mean, but it's still funny to make fun. My mom, yeah. my mom called me and she said, you had our vote. And I was like, yeah, I hope. <laughs> Are you kidding? I didn't even know that was, that was in question. <laughs> You lost by one vote, Sam. It was your mother. (laughs) I love that. So your mom did it or did not vote for you? No, I didn't even make it to the place where people could vote. She was just saying like as as a mother. No, I I, I think that was like the live ones where people vote. No, I got got eliminated by, I guess, Howie. You know what I hate about America's Got Talent? Howie was very nice, but I hate about America's Got Talent is they'd be like, Simon's in a bad mood. I'd be like, Cool. They so are we. You know, it's like, yeah. well, like <laughs> you got to cheer them up for so, something. It's Simon, like a mind game. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was mind games. And oh man, I pissed them off so much. I remember I had, a, I, had a, I was dating a girl at the time. Uh, You're like a uh, serial monogamous dater. I when I'm in, I'm in. And, uh, <laughs> and and so they were like, well, maybe you could FaceTime her. And I hate they, they were trying to make me say stuff to her I didn't want to say. So I just started oh, yeah. fucking with production. They were like, say that you like can't wait to win in Vegas. And I said, I fucking hate Vegas. I don't want to go to Vegas. And uh, they, so I would just give them nothing. And then finally, they're like, say something romantic to your girlfriend. I'd say, honey, I can't wait for you to sit on my face. And they were like, we can't <laughs> use that. And then and then so I got a message from a guy who does like the editing at that show. And he goes, dude, I'm watching like so much footage of you fucking with production. Production, and it'll never see, be seen anywhere but it's making me laugh so hard oh that's so good so. that's so it, sweet it, it, their whole goal is just to stir up trouble that's what it is it's, it's otherwise it's boring they would try to get me to shit on other acts they would say oh, remember yeah. they were like what do you think of this and i'd be like you know it's, it's good it's you know i, just, I don't want to i don't want to be on camera trashing people yeah. i don't it was kind of like a whole thing i had to say we came from denver yeah, he I, actually I had grew to up lie. in Denver. He had to make up a backstory that was really? not true. Because the rest of the crew was from Denver. And they were like, You're all, you guys are <laughs> all going to be from that. Denver. I should have just lied and been like, I was raised by a trans-Haitian woman. And they're just like, what? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like, a, that's what a, happened. A trans-Haitian woman. It could, it's, poss- it's possible. You I just need, I just need an, interval, an interesting story. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with the money? I'm going to transition too. That's your story. <laughs> that's where you go. Then you have a whole spin-off show. Yeah. That's uh, nice. Are we ready to play I think the we're game? Ready. Okay, so this game is called "Mom, Don't Ask That." <laughs> okay, is that right? Yes. Okay, it's a series of qu- it's a, we got the hat out. These are questions my mother should not be asking. Okay, but that I have to ask anyway. So you choose. I She'll read one. it. Yep. <laughs> this is funny. Do you have any drug or alcohol-related injuries? Injuries. Yeah, you know, I got assaulted in Vermont last year, and it was uh, it was another guy's drinking problem. He was drunk and he smashed a pint glass over my head in a bar. So oh, that wow. was fuck. That, I, 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 you probably you saw the special. Yeah. So, yeah Wait. So, so I, what I, happened? I didn't do anything. He was hammered in a bar. I was just having a beer with the three comics and we were hanging out. And uh, he came up to me and he just said, uh, "He goes University of Vermont." And I said, "No." And he goes, <laughs> "Master's degree." And I said, "You're getting colder." And <laughs> then he said, "I, I want to beat the shit out of all of you." And I kind of like turned away. I was like, "I'm not gonna fight. Who is this guy?" I was. I thought in my head he's bluffing, but then he grabbed me and took a pint glass and smashed it over my head. Jeez, and, fucking nuts! And I was in just kind of shock because you kind of don't know what to do. Because in my head I'm like, "Well, this is this this is a state where you can carry guns. I don't know if he's got a gun on him too. I don't know. You just think of. I always think of worst case scenarios. Oh yeah, you should. So uh, I was like, in my I also had in my pocket uh, a tripod that was metal. So I was like. Do I hit him with it? I don't, oh. Do I beat this guy with it? But that was like, I was angry, but I was also like, just like, calm down. 
someone's going to call the cops, you know, so, uh, so what happened? Oh, they yeah. called the cops and he got arrested and he, you know, he's facing a felony. He got, he, he was a therapist who, no way. who, uh, probably not a good one. My wife's song. cheating on me. What should I do? Smash a pint glass over her head. <laughs> Uh, no, he, Jeez, uh, that's no, crazy. No, he his wife divorced him, and uh, and he was trying. He went for the cops' gun. He was trying to commit suicide. No, no way. There's a whole and, backstory to this. Yeah, and then he. Um, oh my god. So yeah, that was that was a whole thing. He really. Um, <laughs> oh, and another time. This is a very. This is a much more minor story compared to that one. Uh, he lost. Obviously, he can't practice uh, as a therapist for I guess only like five years. or some weird punishment. Well, I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, like I'm not going out there to testify. So, uh, so the only other time I could think of is one time I was just drinking a beer and I I pulled a bottle too quickly and chipped a tooth. Whoa, oh, that dear. hurts. Oh, I was I was what I was doing? On, I was hosting a show and I I only remember is Vanessa Bayer from SNL was on it. And I just turned to her and I said, I chipped my tooth in a beer. And she goes, oh, no. And that was all I remember from her. It was just, <laughs> she didn't give a shit. No, she did. She oh, really, okay. it was sincere. Oh. She, she felt bad. Were you she bleeding like, and shit? No, it was uh. just like a little, I mean, I saw a dentist and I, he like, kind of like whatever, he like pushed it down kind of so it just looks even now. It, it is pretty crazy. Uh, just to go back to the therapy thing. You never, you don't know this person. And, and it's designed so that you don't find out about their history. They yeah. won't even say hello to you when you walk in there sometimes. Therapist? Yeah. Cam once yeah. told his therapist not to take shits in, during the therapy sessions. He doesn't? Right? Did he do it like Linda I'm B. Like Johnson with the door open? <laughs> Just chatting with you? How does that make you feel? It took three or four minutes. And I was yeah. like, out of 45, this is like 10% of the whole fucking That's thing. Insane. But I can't believe you had the nerve to say to him, oh, can you not use the bathroom during my every, session? Every fucking time? Come on. I got a maybe lot of he has some, over here that I want to talk when about. He walked in. You're, I, I, you're I like a colonoscopy. In a way, you know, I would say you got to do, like do it in therapy speak. I feel <laughs> the way <laughs> that you're doing this is is cutting off time from yeah. You just so said, give, me, give me an extra five minutes. Is it All right? So have you gone into therapy yourself? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. are you concerned? Like, what is how how do I trust this person? I don't know. I mean, uh, oh, come on, I that's think, a rarity. Yeah, that you're gonna have some guy I, that's gonna go nuts on. Uh, no, 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 no. I I moved into an apartment. The person yeah. next to me was a raging alcoholic. Was be, was like all, up all night talking to himself. Yeah. He, he apparently was popping out at the person that lived there before me. I had to move out the next day. And he's a therapist. Yeah, I think <laughs> therapists are sometimes colorful people because. You have to also think that sometimes they're some of the most open-minded people because they hear everything. And yeah. They, yeah, you know, nothing phases them. Uh, nothing anymore. phases them. So I, you know, for them to hear everything and and part of their job is to not be judgmental, I guess, right? Unless you're going to hurt yourself or someone else. Uh, I'm not worried. No, I, I I've seen therapists that weren't the right fit for me, mm-hmm. uh, like the guy in Vermont. And uh, <laughs> well, you else? never saw that guy. No, no, I never saw. I saw. But him. he's off your list, I'm sure. He's off my list. Yeah. <laughs> So well, back to your mom, though, you brought her up yeah. earlier. So when you decided to go into comedy as opposed yeah. to being because like, she's Jewish, right? Yeah. And usually Jewish moms want their kid to be like a doctor or an accountant or something right. in the you know, professional. Well, my brother and sister, you know, that I'm her only biological kid. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother and sister are, you know, step siblings. So I think she felt a lot of pressure like. Don't fuck this up for me. <laughs> like they're both they're about. both lawyers, you know. But oh, really? Yeah, but my mom is also she's very supportive and very uh, supportive of um, you know me being creative. I think they were more worried that I 
pursued stand-up as an excuse to get drunk all the time, which as an 18, 19-year-old, that probably was the case. But I also loved stand I always loved it. I always loved... In high school, too. And I loved jokes, and I loved the idea of, of writing original stuff and getting laughs from it and being an entertainer. I, I liked the idea of, like, you know, people from all walks of life are are laughing at what you're yeah. saying. I mean, my friend is living in Bangkok and he has, he's lived uh, overseas as a teacher since college. And he just sent me a text. Like I just, I screened your special for like literally someone from every, every different person was from a different country and they were all laughing. Wow. Like, you had like a Somali person, a British person, like he had me, you had, you know, he just went one by one. And I was like, man, that's kind of cool that like people from all yeah, walks of is. life, can have a shared experience, you know. So totally. that's not true with all comics either. Yeah, yeah. Your comedy, your stand-up special is one of the best I've seen. Thank you. In yeah, a long it really, time. it's it's a pro. It's a pro Thank special. You. Yeah, it's really good. So back, I recommend back, to all of our listeners to yeah, go check, check out the special. Out. It's called stand-up, what's it called? It's called I Got This. You could just get it on standup.com/slash Sam Morrell. It's M O R R I L, and uh, it, or you could just YouTube it. It's on YouTube. It's called and, I Got This. And so you good. did something unique because you didn't have like a major studio producing it. No, I shot it myself. I got zero offers on. Uh, I sold my last two, and then this one, I kind of got zero offers. So uh, I was just like, you know what? It hurts your ego, but onward. I, I've always said that like a little rejection never really has made you a worse comic. It'll hurt your feelings and it'll hurt your career for a moment. But I think, I think a little rejection can be good fuel for for stand up. What, what doesn't kill you make you stronger. Yeah. Well, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give credit. You so, got it. <laughs> what, what what's the goal when you self produce it? I didn't know what my goal was to be honest. I just knew that I had to get rid of the material. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's that time. I a lot of me too jokes, a lot of j- timely jokes to me. So I yeah. thought it was time, and I. I said you know worst case i'll put it on my youtube and i've got a, enough comic friends that they'll probably promote it and then i don't know we, we don't know hopefully at least in that case i own it and you know maybe in a few years someone will want to buy it but uh for now you know i we reapproach comedy central kind of said you know we heard he shot it and we heard it was great we'd love to see it and uh i think they just said well we they already had four it's not like they've always supported me the problem with comedy central was no one watches tv so I did my last two on TV and just no one watches it. And then I fought last time very hard. You know, I was lucky enough to have Amy Schumer produce my oh, last cool. special. And she got me more money than I was deserved to get for it. And I had a huge fight in the point was that it's very important to me that this lives online somewhere. A lot of your specials are buried and it's very mm. important that people have access to this. So uh, they said it'll be on their website and they didn't mention that there would be a commercial every three minutes. <laughs> and I said, you know, no, this is with a cable login. So this is if you pay for cable. Oh, you have to, so I said, guys, this is killing. This is a broken model that Viacom is using right yeah. now. It's very painful to watch this work the, that you worked hard on just disappear. <laughs> the fucking punchlines are getting. Yeah, exactly. Bro- and you and you feel that you you feel that you're like taking a bribe. You're like, oh, I either get paid or. Or no one sees the bribe is almost yeah. get yeah. money so no one ever sees it and it it's very it's a painful thing because I I'm on the road every week and I want people to come out so it's so this to me was like you know what I worked real hard on this I need people to see this one I I was proud of my last one too and I, and I was proud of the one before that so uh, I think you should be proud of this one in particular the, this is the one I I saw recently and I think that all you. our listeners it's the best check it out what's it called again as well. Wait, thank you say, what's well, the name but... of it again so that... uh, it's called I got this yeah, yeah I think if you yeah. put in the work I think each special should be better than the last is what I think so you're still consider yourself a road comic 
I think so. I think that's how I would. I describe myself as just a comic. I'm just. A, I mean, I'm a New York comic, but I yeah, I, I like the road. I, I romanticize it still. I mean, uh, but you're in the Joker, right? <laughs> I saw I, that. I little. I did a little research. Yeah. Found that on IMDb. Yeah, I have a brief moment in the Joker. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, some. I got some messages where they say, you know, what made the Joker the Joker is having a bomb following Sam Morell in a comedy club. So oh, that's, that's right. what made him melt down. I was like, oh. ah, all right. Uh, yeah, so Todd Phillips, uh, who's just like such a great guy, uh, he really is like an amazing, he, it's like not only is a guy so talented, but he's so nice. So he just called me up and was like, I really like your comedy. And wow. uh, he's like, you're not one of those like kind of like cutesy comics. You uh, you feel very sincere to me. And uh, he was just very nice on the phone. That's I said, man, awesome. I, I, I remember showing up to a bar mitzvah late to see Road Trip in theaters. So... <laughs> I'm a fan of your work. Oh, oh my God. Wow. This is what you say to him? Uh, That's oh, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, That's I mean, a of big course, compliment. of course, Todd Phillips, like, yeah, I love I love Todd Phillips. So it was uh, pretty cool. And and what about Joaquin? I, I chat with him a little bit on set. I wasn't going to. I wasn't planning on it. But, you know, what, like, what was, was that conversation like? Well, you know, so we were shooting in this dingy comedy club called Dangerfields in New York City. And, you know, Ronnie Dangerfield's like, to me, the funniest human yeah, being. One of I, them, yeah, for I sure. Mean, and Robin Williams and him, maybe. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, I mean, I used to, I grew up in those specials, but the club is kind of dingy. It's a little run down, you know, and, uh, but it's kind of perfect for the Joker movie. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So my, my role is like, he, he I talked to him, he said, you're playing open mic comic. And I said, well, do you want me to bomb? Because mics can be rough. And he said, just do whatever you feel you want to do. And mm. I said, well, I'm not going to bomb with my jokes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm going up, I'm, my I'm doing my act, you know? <laughs> I'm not going up there with my act trying to bomb. And he said, cool. There were just extras in there. They don't know what to expect. I go up. So every take, I do different material. And I was killing, like every oh, take great. I was killing. So, so, you know, every, every once in a while, Todd just, he's such a, I guess there's directors that can be a little icy and there's directors who can be, it's almost like being a coach, you mm. know, and he, who can be encouraging. He'd come in and be like, the crew is laughing in between takes, which felt so good. So he'd say things like, you know, you're, you're doing, like, I love what you're doing. And he even like said afterwards, you know, it's been a pretty bleak shoot. It's a, it's a dark movie. So this was such a fun day to oh. break it up. He was so nice. And in between he's encouraging, he, he's, He's pushing me to, you know, take risks. It was one joke I told that kind of bombed. He's like, that one was a little dirty. I was like, all right. <laughs> it just had to be. Okay, so go back to uh, Joaquin. Okay, so then since he I'm comes on after me. Yeah, I, yeah. Of course, I've been a fan of his since I saw him in To Die For. That, remember that one with I Nicole Kidman? Amazing. I might have, but I can't remember. Amazing dark comedy. So uh, he goes up and bombs, and he commits. It's so uncomfortable and such a good scene in the movie. I think and. uh you know, he, he, at one take, he just starts, he just stops and he starts chatting with me. I don't know certain actors you read about, they have a process, they don't want to, you know, so I just, I'm like, I'm kind of just it, chilling. I'm him not, especially, right? He's just, he's method actor, he's like right. in this fucking. But he just starts chatting me and he goes, he just said, man, I really like your jokes. He's, oh, he said, I really like them. He said, you know, they're just, he's, they're just funny. A lot of comics come off as like desperate sometimes and just are need and seeking something, but like, you're just like a, comic you're just you're just funny you know I was like, no oh, i think wow. you're a pro oh thank you well he I, was it I, meant a lot i mean it meant a lot and he was also like you know he and todd phillips are just saying this in front of everybody that's so cool. and then my friend chris red uh he's on snl he's the host in that scene oh wow so chris is cracking me up so much because in between every take he's like fuck you he's just like <laughs> fuck you because his because i get to show off and do bits and, and chris's line is just one more time for sam morell <laughs> 
Oh. And then he introduces Arthur. He d- the delivery with which he introduces him is, made me laugh. Where he's like, he he reads his weird intro and goes, "Okay," and then he brings <laughs> him up. But uh, Chris was just trashing me. He goes, "Oh, I'd love to show off my material, but I have written lines. Oh. You get to riff." But in my mind, I thought, "Well, he's going to be kept in the movie, and they're going to cut my scene. Why would they keep my scene? You know?" And they so I told no one I was in it. That's awesome. Well, and I'm in it very briefly. It's, and it's very, really cool. It's very it's brief. Great. It is really cool. Mother, I've discovered something about myself recently. What? You know, I think at the beginning of this podcast, four and a half years ago, I was having trouble not coming immediately. Now? Not, wait, what does that mean, not coming immediately? I don't even know what you're talking about right now. Premature ejaculation. You're having premature ejaculation issues. Now you discovered a new issue? I think I'm older. My dick now, it takes longer to get up. Oh, no. It's coming to that age. Be careful for what you wish for. And that's why we are proud to be sponsored by Blue Chew. Yeah, Blue Chew actually has the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. BlueChew.com is a website you can go to to meet with a physician for free online. And once approved, your order ships straight to your door in discreet packaging. So that means you don't have to wait in line at the pharmacy. And they'll give you these chewables. You can eat it because it's chewable. It might work faster. Basically, it's a no-brainer. If you want to get an erection, you're having some difficulties. (laughs) That's it. Go to BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code MOM, M-O-M. You just pay $5 shipping. All you got to do is go to B-L-U-E-Chew.com, use promo code MOM. It's unbelievable. You get free boners. This is a no-brainer. BlueChew.com, use promo code MOM. Should we get back to the game? Yes, let's do okay. it. You want another question? It. Sure. You don't, you know, like some people like dig in there and swish it around. And well, well he's swishing, You just swishing, pull the top he? one. No, there's no, there's no swishing. You might actually. Get... All right. I like this one though. Cause yeah. I, I could tell it's my handwriting. What's the kinkiest thing you've done and would you do it again? Jeez, I don't know. I'm not, I'm pretty boring in the bedroom. I don't <laughs> think I'm like a super kinky guy. Vanilla. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. You're a comic. I, I know, but I'm. There's something you there. You had a joke about handcuffs. Did I? Oh, look yeah, at well. you, Cam. I don't think I've done handcuffs, though. I think it was a joke. I, You know what? Okay, you know what? I oh, knew there would be something. This is going to sound vanilla to you guys, probably, but like I probably a finger in the butt is, is kinky. Everyone's doing Your that butt or days. her butt? In mine. I don't think women appreciate it in theirs. <laughs> They're just like, okay. No, 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 no. no? Okay. Oh, yeah, we need to talk to your girl. But it is supposed to be, for men, it, that's the, the prostate. Uh, it's supposed to goes. be a big fucking can't, thing. Can't, can't, you are such a big talker. What do you what mean? mean? You with the, the finger in Listen, the butt. I haven't gotten in a situation where that was going <laughs> to, it has <laughs> happened, but it, I'm very open-minded well, to Well, it. a lot of guys are homophobic, so they yeah. think that that, like, I mean, dude, think about, I remember watching a Sopranos episode where uh, Uncle Junior won't admit to anyone that he eats pussy. Like that was a huge. He was a, he was like they they think that he's like oh you do that you'll suck a dick. That was their whole thing on the yeah. Sopranos. But was that like, the Sopranos? I oh yeah, it's like, a great episode. I gotta it's, go watch that. It's again. a really great. I mean, season one. I think it's a really great one. But uh, you have like a photographic memory. I don't know. I I, I love the Sopranos. To me, is like the best written show ever. So I I really just I can. It, to me, it's like dark and funny and sad and and just brilliant. So I. I love it, but uh, yeah, I think you know the finger in the butt is like finger in the a, butt. It's I don't it, think it, it is nothing it's, crazy. It's just you know, I, yeah, I'm not a super. Did you like it? Guy. Of course, yeah. Oh, I, I mean, of it's, course. it's it's a uh, it's an erogenous zone. Well, it's the male G spot. They say right. That's it's, it. it's the uh, just a hint. Just a, like a Tostitos hint of lime, like that much. <laughs> oh, in the, you didn't in go the, full throttle. We no, did, full, we I don't go. That was like I, I know. I, I had a friend who told me he got pegged, and I was like, that is that sounds brutal to me. That's. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a mental state. It's so funny that now, if 10 years ago, this was not very commonplace no. for, for hetero guys to, to do this. But now it's sure. like, if oh, you're I, not doing this, you're vanilla and you're There's some cities I say it in where they pull back. I've made comments about it on stage and they will pull. The <laughs> well, what have you said? I said, I said, that's where the male G spot is. And people are like, no, no, no. And I say, no, I've been and I've come back with good news. <laughs> it's right there. Really? Yeah. But, oh, Can they, you do this on Conan? <laughs> you know what I said once? I said the I said the butthole is like a Broadway show where, where where gay guys talk about it the most, but if you're a straight guy and you never go, you're missing out. That's what I said. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like the little Broadway yeah. reference. I don't understand. You know, gay guys are not anatomically different different than us. Why think, would they? Why would for some of them it feel very pleasurable? The, the I think action. New York, being a New York uh, Jew, just being a, like culturally New York Jew. Also, I grew up in Manhattan. I mean, I think that like just like being exposed to Broadway. My mom, like when you're a kid, you don't it's appreciate. Awesome. That so like, I think there's certain things that would be considered gay by like maybe you know I've done the road pretty hard, but maybe by Midwest standards you're like that's kind of gay, and I'm like actually to me it's like pretty cool, and it's I, mean, I also don't like the word gay used negatively like that, but I I think like, uh, I mean it's just it's culturally different. I think is what they mean. I think gay is like that's different than what I grew up with, and yeah, you're like yeah, well it's not gay, it's 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 just different, right? Uh, like why yeah, is yeah. that like such a joke? And you especially I know because my boyfriend's from New York. It's like that's a joke to what say. Is? Oh, this, you're so gay. Well, I, I mean, think it's like an out. I think you that buy was like a gold, joke. Uh, Coldplay t-shirt. You're gay. I mean, why? What, what does that mean? I think it's just like, you know, I once heard Chappelle say that like people use the word crazy for things they just don't understand. I think they do the same thing with the word gay, where they're like, oh, that's foreign to me, so that's gay. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It's not necessarily negative. It's just different. Yeah, you are a very sweet guy for a comic. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we Thank you. I mean, we we've, we've talked to very sweet comics, but yeah, you're, it's very clear that you're like you don't want to make fun of anyone or offend people. I think when you do the type of comedy I do, you have to do it with care, or else it comes off as malicious. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You can you can go there. <laughs> you're at risk of being canceled at all times. I think we all do. You know, yeah. I think I think everyone does. I think if you have a Twitter account, you'd be shocked. I mean, people oh, I know. people get offended from Brian Regan. I'm people getting get demonetized like crazy on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So how do you prevent? Are you worried about that type of reaction? I I I don't really as much as I used to because I I just tell people, look, my my intentions are pure, and I and I don't I don't come to offend anybody. So if you get offended, that's kind of you know. That's kind of your thing, yeah. I think because it, so, it's definitely a two-way street. You know, the person receiving it has some level of like, you know. But we all, we always like kind of walking the line though, where we're like, and we got we went on um, Megyn Kelly Today Show. Oh, okay, cool. And what did they say about it? <laughs> the, the, yeah, it was cool. But um, what did they say that they researched more or about our show than they? Oh they, yeah, she she said they did more. Uh, research for that interview than anything she's ever done on Fox oh, because really? they were so worried that we were going to talk about anal or yeah. anything. We were told what we you can say butt play, but you can't say anal. Yeah, it was oh, like wow. and it was like well, and of course we didn't give a shit. We you just know, speaking of America's Got Talent, you know they once said to me, they said you have a joke where you say penis. You can only say penis once. The second time you have to point to your penis. <laughs> no, isn't that way. more? Isn't that more offensive? <laughs> a guy pointing to his penis. Penis. Uh oh. Yeah, I was like, I was like, God, you're dumb rules. You realize that, like, is this is not how people speak. This is not like. What would happen if you said penis twice? That you get bleeped out? I turn into a leprechaun. I don't know. I don't know what happens. 
I, I basically said, because they were asking me questions, I was like, they were like, what are you doing? I was like, I have a podcast with my mom. I could have said, I, I have a podcast called Sex Talk with my mom. And I think if you mentioned sex in there, it would have been cut immediately. So, so he I, had to say podcast with my mom. It's, I had to so, censor it. it's so weird what... <sighs> It's so weird what standards and practices finds offensive. I've had them okay things where I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. And then and then the, the other thing they don't like, like. Give me an example of that. Jeez, let me think. I mean, there's so many. It's usually something like ad related. You know, they're like, you can't say Delta or something. Or you can't say. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. It's so strange. And then I'm like, well, I say AIDS in this joke. They're like, that's okay. I'm like, all right. <laughs> AIDS okay. Delta, no way. That's hilarious. Delta, you're a big fan of? I fly mostly Delta if I can because it's, an interesting it's, just, airline. It's, it's just good to stick with one airline. If it you're is, traveling but I mean, week. that's a weird one. Is it's it? a weird well, one. I mean, unless you're like, their hub is like, isn't it? The hub is good. Yeah. I like yeah. it. So, oh, that, so okay, like okay. Chicago, the hub is United and American. United's horrible. Oh, horrible. Don't even go there. United. Yeah. The, the, I mean, no. they, what they about had Spirit. The, I mean, your favorite spirit's horrible. I mean, it, I especially because like you're spirit. a tall, but yeah. you're a tall guy though. And, oh, you and the, there's like an inch between like the seat in front of you and your knees. It's ins- I dude, I I'm six three. I have back problems. My I got acupuncture yesterday. I got the cupping things in my back. I had like I had like an hour and a half. I saw in between something pockets. on your neck. Yeah. I'm like, what is that? I yeah. thought it was like a birthmark. I didn't That's want to she, say anything. When I said finger in the butt was my kinkiest thing, she looks at my neck. She's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> That's I don't exactly like, what I, I was thinking. This. I was thinking, I don't know what's going on. No, there. I, it's a very. I know you said you weren't with your girlfriend, but then it looks very similar to hickey. No, she I, got I cupping. She got cupping two days ago too because I. She, she's so cool. She drove me to do a podcast in Santa Monica. She lives in Burbank. She's fucking... Oh, damn. During, For those of you at who rush are hour, listening... At oh, rush geez, hour. That's a good two hours. So it must she, have been a good podcast. Uh, it was. It was a Fighter and the Kid podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was so fun. It, Brian Callen's hilarious. And then, uh, you know... Uh, so then... You want to tell us who your girlfriend is? Do you know Taylor Tomlinson, the comic? Ah, Taylor Tomlinson. No, I actually... <laughs> But I have heard of the name, <laughs> but I haven't. She's very funny. I don't know her work, but I would well, love to meet her. Anyway, I'm, you can I'm invite sure her on next time. We'll have dinner. <laughs> she definitely. Um, so she drives me there. So I said, you know, she's got like work. My my back's horrible, and she's like never gotten a. She's got like one massage. She doesn't like to be touched. So it's like Seriously? by strangers. Yeah, by strangers. Which like, I I get, know of people like that. I I, I, get I, it. I don't get it. But I totally get I it. I love to be touched by strangers. I, <laughs> the more strangers, the better. The, the Patreon numbers are going up. Uh, <laughs> I'll do anything but, for that. But uh, you know. So I get that totally. I also like I, I there's a part of me that's like, yeah, it's a little weird. So but then I just I just need to feel better. My back and legs are always killing me from just like I fall asleep on a flight. I'm just like, oh, I'm done. Oh, yeah. So, oh, totally. The worst. So, I, yeah, I need to. Um, so I really pushed her and she's been texting me like, thank, thank God. Thank you so oh. much for pushing me to do that. And she she has the going to be an so. addict now. I think she should. I think for a while she's got to go regularly. I think we forget how important body maintenance is. No, we right? don't. I, 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 my body's constantly killing me. Wait till you're my age. You're going to be like, oh my God, what right. the fuck well, is I'm, going I'm on? I'm complaining. I'm, I hate oh. when people older or younger than me complain. It's, it's annoying. Right? Oh, he's such a sweetheart. All right, let's play one more before. But that's how I communicate. That is, like, I think a culturally Jewish thing to just, like, communicate through pessimism, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, like, I start a lot of sentences, like, can you believe this shit? I know. It's, <laughs> it's not because I'm angry. It's because I'm like, that's how I that's how I communicate. We have a new uh, little thing on our, we have another show on Mondays. It's just a recap of, like, the weekend and stuff like that. And our new episode is. Uh, I wish I didn't. Yeah, that's I wish segment. I didn't. 
So it's like I wish I didn't see that. I wish I didn't smell that. Yeah, oh, I yeah. wish I, I wish I didn't feel that. And my this is my Monday is going to be like the guy that's like talking to me really close and spitting as he's speaking. Uh, that yeah. you don't know what to do. Someone's Brutal. spitting you at you. You got to say something. You can't. You would, what do you, you say? Yeah, what you do you say? say? Oh, I'm sorry. You just you, you're spitting on me. I, no, I would. I, you I, would I, say wait, that? Larry David. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh no, I have to do that. <laughs> no I, I, way. I've been in two. I have to. It's I, so I, disgusting. I just say it in a polite way. I just say it like in something like they should be aware of. Like I, if it's okay. Like I'll give you an example like uh i'm on a flight like on sunday i'm coming from vancouver morning flight it's like a 7 a.m flight so i woke up pretty early i got global entry so i but i still <laughs> but i still have to wake up at like 5 30 or something so i'm i'm, I'm feeling i did a show the night before i'm, I'm feeling it yeah so i get on the flight what what is common courtesy on a flight at that time to maybe not yell to maybe <laughs> to maybe like keep it because some people might be tired right so yeah. i think she's being courteous to your neighbor on flights and like coughing oh my oh my god don't get me started right would I, you rather have coughing or baby crying i hate them both i'm nervous I'm <laughs> no on a no lot no, of- no you have to pick one or the other what would be how close is the baby and how close is the call both, both are next to you and the <laughs> seat oh, next god. to you i gotta go baby just i don't want to get sick yeah seat, you know what i mean I, take the baby that's crying it, 100%. though. I, I would i would I, and i put a pillow over the baby's face like, <laughs> and and suffocate the shit <laughs> <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't understand why people do not. I shush him to a shh. shh. <laughs> I, this is the, this is my whole thing. When Cam and his siblings were young, and I take him on the airplane, I drug them first. I, I, talk about getting in trouble. I'm gonna Thank get you. like I'm gonna get DCFS calling me right now and t- taking my kids away from me. I would literally give them like you know some sort of like antihistamine. They're happy. The people around them are happy. Yes. I'm happy. They I, sleep the whole flight. Why don't people drug I their think kids? This is why I can't fly anymore. No, that's not my. I, I can't you're fly. Not blaming this is why yeah. right here. This, this is, it? is it. I have yeah. terrible I, sinus I issues that I don't take. I have sinus issues too. When you oh, fly? Oh my god! Don't I just? I remember I was in I was in uh, so I was not. in Utah and I was just complaining about I was in Salt Lake and this great club called Wise Guys and I was just complaining. I was like, man, my head like I'm the altitude. I'm just I was and the people in the crowd were laughing so hard and I was like, oh, they've never seen a Jew. Like this is what <laughs> yeah. they imagined a Jew was. <laughs> they thought that was funny. I'm like my head. I'm like, oh my god. I, I feel like I was just like turning into Woody Allen on stage. <laughs> yeah. What do you do for flying? What do I do? Well, this is what happened on the flight. There was a baby, maybe like three or four, just like kicking my seat for oh, like an oh, hour. Jesus. Baby kicking a seat, and I'm just like another horrible and screaming. Thing. And the mom next to me, I turn around, she's doing nothing. No, oh. just, they don't give a rat's ass. You gotta at least for your neighbors try. Like I know that kids are are hard sometimes, but like. This is yours. Like, if this was a phone, <laughs> if this is a phone, we'd be You'd like, "Can you stop? turn it off?" Right? Yeah. It is so, pun- yeah, it's a hate so, crime. <laughs> it's a hate crime. <laughs> it is a hate crime. It so, is. But it's so she, five thirty in the morning. Me, it's like an hour straight, and finally, oh. I just nothing. I just like I trying so hard to ignore it, and just like maybe I could just sleep and like be very zen, and maybe I can like really fight this. At a certain point, I just turn around and go, "Really, <laughs> really?" And she just goes, "Sorry, sorry," and she like tries to get the kid, but I'm like, "Why does it take me snapping to like?" <laughs> Why does it take that? <laughs> Just be a, be a decent. Isn't that you like? Know, imagine yourself in this scenario. Be a good neighbor in the flight. In the flight, we're neighbors right now. That's be it. Be a good neighbor. That's it. I like when they they ask me, "Well, what do you want me to do?" I'm like, "Give them shitty medicine." I don't know. Yes, that's it. That is the answer. Anything. Just give them anything. I want to uh, detour back to sex. If, if we, okay. If you will. I like the detour back. So. so here's a question for you that has come up for me recently, and I, th- I figure this question might resonate all right you're on the road yeah How, you got women who are watched your set they want to have sex with you this is when you're not in sometimes, a relationship sometimes no this is when happening. you're not in a relationship. okay fine when you're not in a relationship 
how how do you decide who you're gonna have sex with? I like that you think it's like some like <laughs> like I have this type of option. You got a, well, a you, corral you, have the, of women. you have the option of not having sex with them. Uh, I if think, someone is coming out to you, you could say. Oh, I think no, I think it kind of slowed down uh, in the last few years. I would say because I just think. I get tired, man. I just get really <laughs> tired. I'm traveling a lot. A lot of the gigs I get in Thursday morning. I do a show Thursday night. They want you to do morning press Friday morning. Sometimes like 6 or 7 a.m. Then I do two shows that night. And then it's like, dude, I'm fucking tired. Like, Wait, yeah. you did the joke about the old dick. The old dick, yeah. The, yeah I did the, the old dick versus the young dick where like the old dick is like uh, a CEO. Okay. <laughs> And the young penis is like an intern where like the, you know, the young penis is up early, up at the crack of dawn and, you know, we'll do anything. And the old dick is like, all right, make this, make, this better be important. Let's make this quick. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going, we're going to have a lot of so energy. So you think you got an old dick now? I just think like, oh my God. I, I think with all the travel and everything, like it would, for me, it would either have to be a layup. It also just like, it feels. <laughs> Well, the at, work that at has that to go point, into prepping. this is me being single at the point. But I also like if alcohol is in the mix, then yeah, obviously, sure, it, it's easier. But if you're sober, it's weird. It's weird to have sex with a stranger sober. Yes, I don't know. This if, is I it. Mean, we just talked about this. I 100 percent agree. Because I'm like I'm tr- I'm working hard to make you feel good, but I don't even know you. Yeah, right. exactly. And it's hard to communicate. This is it. And I don't like drinking because it fucks with my sleep cycle. Right. So then it, it's a whole cyclical event. So I don't drink and then, you know. And what, okay. what would you think about if she brought out like sex toys? What? Um, <laughs> I mean. Like, I, on a, like when you don't even know the person. Like you met her that night and she has an, inner, an arsenal of sex toys in her purse. I think that happened once. I think really? that happened somewhere. Yeah, I forget where I was. It happened once. I mean, I was like, ah, oh, no, we could just do this. I mean, I just, yeah, I wasn't really, it's not really my thing. But I'm, I know, I don't judge you if it is. I just was like, ah, oh, no, let's just do the sex. I think this is what's going to happen if I bring someone back to my place. That Why don't you tell them what you did last night? Well, what did I do last I night? I have a blind date, yes. Oh, I thought we were going to say this in Monday's episode. Oh, I, I could just tell him. All right. I, so being in this little sex world, I've I got in this because of comedy, and now I've gotten way deeper into the sex world than yeah. I wanted to. But you know, we get invited to some things like this Hump Festival, which is Dan Savage's porn film festival. Oh my god! And I had this first date with the, I, I had a first date planned with this girl this night, and I was like, "We're gonna get just get a drink," but this porn festival sounds a little more interesting than. The drink. This is the first date? Yeah, so I asked her if she wants to go on the porn the porn film festival. Now, what do you think this girl's going to say? I mean, if she's a good girl, she's going to say no. She, she, she said no. Yeah. <laughs> she's a keeper. She's yeah. a keeper? She said, and then I, I, I arrived. Mean, maybe if that's like someone you're with a lot. I, yeah, I can't even imagine. I did, first I did, honestly, I didn't even want to go You have to lost begin with. touch with reality. I really have. It's a good wake-up call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I arrived, and I was like, I don't even know why you even showed up here, because... That was a crazy Like if the situation was a verse cam and this girl says, oh, I got an idea for the first day. Let's go to some erotic porn that's really kinky porn. Oh, yeah. Movie it's festival. not even normal. It's like... It's like weird shit. It's... I mean, it's it's avant-garde porn, basically. Weird. Yeah. I yeah. don't... <laughs> the, the alt porn world. You don't yeah. even think of it. Yeah. I was uh, just looking for something interesting to do. I get so bored with just uh, a, 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 a one drink. Well, you want to, you're a comic, so you wanted a story, is what it was, right? Maybe. I mean, See, maybe. How much do you do for the bit? 
I've done it. I mean, I, I've had, I've had weird things, and that's one thing. With my mom, I'll see her in the crowd sometimes. She'll come to a gig, and I see her head go down. I'm like, oh, she doesn't <laughs> like this one. My I would be cheering like you one. on, going, "Yes, yeah." That's how we started. I mean, is because Cam was like, you know, very kind of, you know, what would you call yourself at the beginning? I don't know. What are you going to call me right now? Like, like, um, timid? No, no, not timid. I was the more straight laced of the two of yes. us. Yes, yeah, the yeah. more conservative one. Yeah, and, and now yeah. I'm looking at me. Look and at me now. now Friday nights, I could be going to porn film festivals. I can't believe you did that. I can't, uh, well, I, didn't. I, I can't believe you asked this girl this. This yeah. is a first she date. Said, she goes, well, maybe if it were a second date or something like that. Oh, well, yeah. that's cool. Maybe for second All date. All right. So that sounds cool. Well, it wasn't a hard no, I guess. It wasn't a hard no. Yeah, She's I don't. A cool girl. I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think early on, you got to, if, if it's someone you like, you got to kind of go a little Easy. slowly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I got kind of lucky in this relationship in a, in a way because, like, I, 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 my last girlfriend was actually also on the West Coast. And I think it's because sometimes you. You're forced to open up to the person through FaceTime in a way that you wouldn't in person. That's true. I did Because you're that, forced yeah. to not be physical. So right. So I'm not saying being physical early is bad, but I'm saying in my case, um, we were forced to really get to know each other. I mean, my girlfriend now, we started kind of just as like you know colleagues. So so I'm saying fuck anyone you work with. No, <laughs> I'm saying is uh, no you like we had to get to know each other and then. And I already, we had a mutual respect for each other's work, and I think that helped. And then she, we just started talking. And then one night after a gig, I said, call me. And she uh, she called me, and we talked on the phone for seven hours. Holy shit. Seven hours. This could be a keeper. Yeah, and then uh, and then I said, hours. well, I know where you are. It's not that late, but it's 9 a.m. here in New York. <laughs> no so way. It's been an all-nighter for me. Oh, shit. Yeah. You really like this girl. Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, Usually, I mean, from other comedians that we've interviewed they don't mix the you know work and but they also say it's very hard to have a relationship in general with this there's a comic there's yeah. a comic i know dom dustin who has a great joke about this where he says um you know he used to work at a restaurant and they said don't uh you don't shit where you eat here and i go uh first off i would never eat here <laughs> it, it's more like don't fuck the bathroom <laughs> where he said it's more like you don't fuck where you steal okay <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah, I it's think that's hilarious. so funny. Yeah, it is hilarious. But uh, yeah, it's probably a bad idea. But then also, like, it's tough for me. She's you meet smart and stimulating and funny women in this field, unfortunately, and and that's what she is. So I mean, that's kind of what will happen sometimes, you well, know. And also, she'll be totally cool about your schedule and oh yeah, and, and, you, you know, don't have to explain anything. Yeah. Like I've had women where they're like, they get a little annoyed, and I think when you feel even a sense of that, like. You're working again. You're like, oh, you're trying to change me. I'm going to work even harder now. But with her, she's so supportive that I, I kind of want to take time off. Like we were supposed to take oh. a vacation in uh, December and, you know, we both had specials coming out. So I said to her, you know, I want to take a vacation, but I'm very stressed about the, the lack of material I have going into like this special for me came out in two months. So that's that's a quick turnaround to have a new set to tour with and Whoa. i said I'm, I'm i'm pretty i mean i'm pretty scared i i really want to go hard in the clubs and she she said i totally understand and she shouldn't have because i think in january <laughs> she's like we, we should have <laughs> taken and i felt that we was like we needed that both of us so i said july we're going like some resort type thing spa type thing oh, just chill shit. we should do i want to do like a healthy vacation where we do like yoga and get massages and acupuncture but make sure they have oh, alcohol though 
Yeah, don't, she don't doesn't make drink. That I'll, I'll have oh, a couple, really? but she doesn't drink. Yeah, so I'll, I mean, I'll, I've also slowed down my drinking significantly. I know, but it's nice to have some alcohol. I want like a Manhattan. It's a vacation. I like, I like a good like bourbon cocktail. I What's like with a, the resurgence of Manhattans all of a sudden? You know what I think brought it back was I think Mad Men brought back the old You're fashioned. Right. You're oh right. yeah. And then I'm a Manhattan. I like Manhattan slightly better because I like the vermouth better than the, just the pure sugar. But uh. Uh, I think most uh, most people do old fashions. Yeah, I would. And I yeah. was last night and I couldn't sleep the whole night. That it's a bad if you have like one or two you're all right, but if you get drunk on those, you're not that the brown alcohol is a bad sleep night. Yeah. yeah. I well, like I, I drank like one martini, martini yesterday. What kind? Vodka. Just oh, just vodka a, straight up with the olives. Uh, I didn't have any blue cheese olives because it was a Chinese restaurant. They oh, don't okay. know about the Chicago blue cheese you're, olive thing. You're ordering martinis at a Chinese restaurant. Yes, I like it. Yeah, I like I, it too. I, I figure why not? You know, Chinese food so is had, maybe the most comforting. It's just like yeah. just the thought of it. It feels comforting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it? I came. I, I mean, we. My boyfriend came in. He's like, you know what? I'm in the mood for Chinese food, and it was no questioning. I was. We're going. We're going to Chinese. Oh food. yeah. There was no questioning, right? I had to drive. <laughs> What do, what's your order at a Chinese food. restaurant? Kung Pao chicken, of course. Oh, nice. Cool. <laughs> no, I, like I, a, actually, I like a Kung Pao. What else? I, there was something else that you said that made I like I like Chinese food with a group because you can you can you yeah, can dabble you can, in a lot I of like, things. I you think can get you some, can graze. Oh, some, Chinese food for one, not good. Not good, but I like you can get the, the, the cold sesame noodles. You get some yeah. scallion pancakes, maybe oh, yeah. an egg roll. Oh, yeah. I, love, uh, I love chicken with garlic sauce. Oh, I, well, I got a place for you. We got yeah. a good place for you, yeah. Really? Yeah. You got to tell me afterwards. Yeah. Because I'm not... There's, oh yeah, I'm I'm pretty. My girlfriend right now is not a big Chinese food. How person. long have you gone out with her? It's September. Since September, so yeah. it's been a few months already. Yeah. Is, Seven it, is this the one? I don't know. I hope so. Oh wow. Uh, Five months. I I don't know, man. Because I have like the whole phase thing. There's a th- there's a like a trimester. Yeah. It's not necessarily. You haven't talked about this in the show. I haven't in a while. talked about it in a while, but basically this is my theory. The first, it doesn't have to be three months, but the first section is when you're getting to know each other it's like you're on like uh, everything is great you get a honeymoon kind of feeling going on everything right. they, they don't have any flaws or anything that really annoys you no we both have flaws and i think well we're the both second aware trimester yeah. you figure out that the other person has a couple flaws you know hopefully they're not like uh, i have a severe addiction or something like baby, that. baby that was the old yeah, me yeah. i gotta <laughs> say that a lot and then then if you can get through that second trimester and get to the third one when you accept each other's flaws and warts and all, then you got a keeper. It's good so. that you go in trimesters because it's almost like a it's almost like a baby. Yeah, you it's say, like having right? a baby. It's a relationship. Yeah. Baby. You got to. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, you're right. I think you find the flaws. You're like, are these flaws that are manageable for me? And are, yeah. do they? I, I forgot the name of the book, but it compares. You know, like a, a square peg to a round hole. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And it's like, are you compatible? Because sometimes it's you. The love is so good, but then you're just not at all compatible, right? And that Why is, are you it's like painful. It's, it's like painful because yeah. you're like, oh my god, but I love you. Stop being an asshole. And they're like, I'm not being an asshole. This is who I am, and this is who you are. We're just not compatible. Yeah. This is this it's is hard. very interesting. It's very hard to to fit all the pieces together. All yeah. right, we got to wrap it up. Unfortunately. Will you stick around for a little Patreon bonus yes, episode? Yes, of course. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. This My pleasure. I, I hope this wasn't a, a snooze fest of an episode. Zero. Not no? at all. This no. is, we this love is, doing this. Are you kidding okay. me? It's one of the faves. Yeah. No. So here's we have a few questions for you. Yeah. Number one, have you ever walked in on a parent having sex or vice versa? Once, um, I think they, I think I opened the door and they like just jumped off each other. Okay. And so I didn't witness anything, thank God. 
Were you traumatized? No. I was too young. And then by the time I was like, oh, yeah, I was an annoying kid who would like walk in their room with, without <laughs> knocking. So, yeah, I did. I probably deserved it. So, no. How old it, were you? I was very young. I, I must have been like seven or eight. But you knew what was going on. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. put it together. <laughs> and have they ever walked on you? My brother did. Not my, not my, uh, not my uh, mom or dad. What did he say? He just apologized. I uh. walked. In, I walked on him to once, but he's older. I walked on him first, and he was pretty annoyed. Uh. And uh, this is this is actually my first time having sex when he walked in. No so, way. Yeah. So I was like, God damn it, dude. The first time. And he, oh then my and God. then and then I just heard him in the bathroom right outside my Racking room, up. just just no, just pissing. It was like the loudest piss, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> well, I guess I'm like trying to segue back into sex. I'm like, well, we should get back to it, and uh. she's just like, ugh. So it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. So my, what happened? Um, it was like mediocre, pretty bad first time sex. And my brother the next day was like, sorry, but you know, now we're even, I guess. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cute. Yeah. It's heartwarming. <laughs> yeah. He was, I mean, he definitely was like, are you dating that girl? I was like, I'm, I don't think so. I don't know. So we just talked about it, you know, again, how do people find your work if they want to find you? Uh, it's just, you know, I'm on, I'm online. It's Sam Morell. Uh, dot com. I have a lot of tour dates, so you know I'll be I'll be coming up all over. M O R R I L. Yeah, I'm coming up all over, and uh, you know I'm on all the social media things that you got to be on now, which I hate, but you got to. Oh, do it. you don't even ask. Cam just took himself off. Oh, I'm no. off. She's on. I put an L on yeah, her. Yeah, he, he threw all that shit on me. It's a lot. It it's is. a lot, and I. Uh, but I, I'm glad you were on because that's how I reached you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I was like, oh, this looks interesting. I usually don't answer, but I was like, this looks pretty interesting. That's, that's, awesome. what, that's what we were hoping. Yeah. So and what then, were you thinking when you saw like, oh, this is sex talk with my mom? I mean, I like that you guys clearly have a close relationship. So I, I think like, you know, to me, I was like, oh, I've never heard about a podcast, son and mom. And then I also, uh, I'm, I'm really close with my mom. So I was like, I like that. That could be interesting. So, oh, I'm glad to hear you're close with Thank you. Yeah, no problem. We end with the last question. How do you feel now about talking about sex with my mom? I felt fine coming in. I feel fine going out. I don't, it's I don't, great. I don't think it's, uh, you know. It wasn't too painful. No, I don't think it's painful. Yeah. Um, it, it was, it's been a blast. I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. So thank you very much. Uh, thanks for having me. And again, your stand-up special is called? Uh, it's called I Got This. You could find it. Any, it's on YouTube completely free in its entirety. It's on my website free. Just type in standup.com slash Sam uh, if you want to see it, it's M-O-R-R-I-L. Yeah, let us know you, how you like them. You will not regret it. It is hilarious. Thank yeah. No ads. I made no, no ads in this one. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks up. for having me. We hope you enjoyed that rollicking interview with Sam Morell. We love the guy. Yeah, he's awesome. He was a little reticent to take our Uberloo, but he took it. What do you mean he's reticent to take the Uberloo? Yeah, he was a little hesitant, he, yeah. but then we informed him it's the best Uberloo on the market, and that was it. Yep. It was a little weird, though. He was he had it out of his pocket, then he put it in his pocket. Then in, I think uh, he, he was uncertain if he was going to use it. No, I think he wanted to use it, but then he didn't. He said his girlfriend doesn't like lube, so maybe this will convert her. Yeah, maybe. I mean, th- we have a good time with these people. Well, we're very grateful that you give us the opportunity to, to spend time with these people, and, honestly. Yeah, and I hope you guys got an inside view of what the comics life is like. Yeah. And I wanted to especially thank all of our patrons for supporting our show, making it possible. We just had a fantastic Google Hangout with them. So you guys are our fam. Join on patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. We also, we got a long patron bonus for this one. Uh, maybe like 20 minutes. Really? Between 15 and 20 minutes. And, and it's hilarious. And, and it's don't always miss. the best stuff. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to miss it. Uh, 
and I wanted to welcome several patron members to our family. Yahoo! We got Jennifer C, Isabella A, Alyssa, Cyan, and Louisa. Come, did I say Louisa? No, you didn't. Yeah, Louisa joined. Everyone's joining. Thank you guys so much for being part of this family. It's so awesome. We can message you guys, and we, we can really keep a close eye on our patrons. Yeah. What, we, what, the, what you guys want us to talk about. You can bring up topics. It's a lot of fun. And I also want to thank everyone who's been leaving us iTunes reviews. We did a, uh, a nice podcast uh, event for Earbuds Podcast Collective recently. And we got lots got of, lot reviews. of reviews over there, uh, mainly because we were forcing people to do that. But I wanted to read one uh, <laughs> that came from somewhere else. It says, funny and informative podcast. I started listening to this podcast from listening to Mommy's Tell All. This has been funny, informative, and really good listening. I, I like that they talk about real-life things, no BS, and actually give some accurate scenarios. Let's be real. We're all having sex, but few of us talk about it. So check them out. I like that. Let's be real. By VF Gonzalez. Thank you so much. Thank you, VF. Although, honestly, it came with four stars, not five. Are you kidding me, VF? What the hell happened there? I Maybe the hand slipped. That's what it is. I almost gave myself a one star the other day. <laughs> I don't even know how I was... I was trying to show someone how to leave a review, and I put one star or, down there. Or maybe it's just the person wanted to support us, but not, you know. Not, not fully support us. Didn't, didn't want to be dishonest with the support. Well, I feel that way with Yelp reviews sometimes. You know when, the, no, when no, you're no, at no, a no. Yelp restaurant, the person's pressuring you to leave a review? Me, because I'm Yelp elite? Oh, yeah, because everyone knows you're Yelp elite when you I go actually anywhere. feel terrible leaving a bad review, and every time I do leave a not-so-great review on Yelp, the restaurant will contact me and ask oh, me what yeah. the... And it's horrible. And they're trying to give you like a free samosa no, because of no, it? No, no. That would be a good thing. No, it's usually it's just like, you know, let's get, just give us another try. I'm like, no, the reason I gave you three and a half stars is because you were shitty. I should have given you one. Oh, wow. You're brutal. I'm, I'm pretty... You speak the truth on well, you. Well, what's the point of lying? Because then next time people are not going to take my, you know, criticisms to heart. Yeah. Or my accolades to heart. I like that approach to life, mother. And I hope you guys appreciate her approach to life. And that's why you're tuning into this wonderful podcast. Thank you all for your support, your love, your light. And your passion. Yeah. We love you guys. Love you. Thanks for listening.